This is a HeadGum Podcast. We got to talk about Damon Wayans. We got to talk about Damon. You know? Big fan. My favorite story about uh, Damon Wayans is his SNL story. Yeah, oh, yeah. Didn't he get it's, fired? Or he quit? He did. He got fired. He got, he got fired, but in a in a grand way, like almost like he quit. You know what I mean? <laughs> what was it again? What was the story? You know it. So he was upset, right, that you know none of the sketches that he was pitching were getting on air. You know, uh, he just felt, felt like he wasn't being utilized enough, which is probably true. Uh, There's know. no way it's not true. You know. Yeah, of course. Of course, we all want to maybe get on SNL one day. So we won't say too much, but I will say this. Lauren. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. He doesn't listen. Uh, uh, <laughs> he listens every week. Every week. <laughs> It'd be funny <laughs> if he get on SNL and then he goes back and listens <laughs> and then we get fired. And he's like, oh, y'all wanted this job? <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, uh, yeah, he was supposed to play a cop in a sketch. And. Yep. He was doing this fun, like kind of like very effeminate like accent in the rehearsals and stuff. And Lauren was like, "Don't do that. Just play it straight. You're the straight man in the sketch. The sketch is not about you." And Damon was like, "Cool." And <laughs> I hear you. It is called Saturday Night Live. Live. <laughs> so when it was live. David just played it the most effeminate. Have is you it seen online? it? Yeah, it yeah, yeah. I watched Hilarious. it. I watched it too. It's uh, it's insane. You're like insane. you you watch it and you're like this. The sketch is not about this thing that he's doing at all. At all. <laughs> and everyone else is like just being very committed to what's supposed to be happening in the in the sketch. And he's just like, yeah, tell, tell me about that, Mister Man. And he like and he's like. Put, he like does this thing where he like puts his crotch on the back of the of the person that they're interrogating, like just like while he's talking, he's like, mm, "Let me just put." And you're like, "Wow, that's a choice." <laughs> wait, wait, what's it called? Dang it! All right, y'all keep going. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna see it now. Uh, no, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So he got fired. Yeah. It's so funny because how I remember Damon, I remember, um, uh. Who was it? The the Eleven Color bit when they were like doing a movie review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember that very Men vividly. Men on films. Men on films. Is that what it was? Is that what it's called? Men on film. Like I just remember seeing it and being like, I didn't know what was happening, but I know like I thought it was the funniest thing of all time. Mm-hmm. But like my cousin, who at, who you know now I know is is gay did not like that sketch in uh, any way yeah. and i had no clue i had no clue why i had to cut it off but i used to like love the sketch and i used to walk around and do the snaps like was it it gets two snaps and a twist or whatever <laughs> yo he got me damon got me in so much trouble yo <laughs> between that and homie the clown i used to oh, literally man. i used to legit hit people with socks bruh yo homie don't play that homie don't so play fun. that homie that was so that. funny why was it so funny? <laughs> Why was a clown who just yeah. was straight hit people? Why was that so funny? Dan is the most ridiculous. Like, I think he actually is. I think he, even though Marlon is kind of crazy, I think Damon actually like in his prime was like the most insane. Yeah, like, oh, his characters dude. were the most out there. 
who kind of reminded me of James a little bit, to be honest. Oh, it, watching, oh yeah. Watching this movie in particular, I was like, oh, okay, this is everything I do. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, I do bro, all of this. It's very, very. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw this movie and I was like, is it weird that I like completely think that this yeah. geeky ass dude yeah. is James? Absolutely. I think I have that major paid, you know, uh, moment. <laughs> Mo money. I yeah. mean, you you have so many right day Wayne's films. He was in like the last what? Uh, uh, sorry, I'm going blank. The last Boy Scout. I knew you were doing it. I knew you oh, were doing did it. Did you just say I'm going blank, man? I'm so mad at you. <laughs> I knew you were doing <laughs> it. I tensed up. I didn't know. I tensed up. I saw. I didn't know. You know. You know what his call is now. <laughs> what is it? You now? know what his call is. <laughs> his call is, is he takes a breath. And he starts getting real focused. <laughs> like he starts seeing how he can weave into the conversation. And what he just did in this particular time, what's I saw it coming. No, what's good about this one is that's how it happens in the movie. This was like, this is the most. He's going blank. He's going blank, ma'am. Oh, oh. blank, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the line. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Start the show, Nick. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Jerome Milligan, Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Blank man. Bam. Pow. Wow. He doesn't have a theme. I was trying he to does have a theme. He does what have a theme. How does it go? How does his theme go? I remember listening to it. How does it go? Because it's pretty cool. It's not a bad theme. Yeah, because they sing it almost at every transition. Like any Right, but what is... like? I don't know. It's not like a full song, though, right? It's just like when the thing comes out and it's like blank band. It's like a fake... Oh, wait. That's the theme? But do they play that when the... They don't play that when the... They play different variations of it. All right, well... That's the song. That song is so. Everybody 90s. just pretend yeah. that that's what I just did. <laughs> that song is so nineties. Uh, oh, this movie was so nineties. Oh my goodness, it's it's fun watching these nineties films. It it's is really having like a blast in the past. Yeah, nineteen ninety four. Yes, Blank Man, nineteen ninety four. <sighs> uh, welcome for those of you who don't know. My name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Jerron Milligan, and I'm James the Third. What he meant to say was he's James the Third. Everyone heard me. <laughs> No, they didn't. Yeah, they really didn't. Uh, Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Nasty. Like, what? Sounds so nasty. Uh, (laughs) We review films with leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race uh, and diversity in Hollywood. We are currently uh, in the early stages of our Wayne's family saga. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Are we going for a trilogy? No, no, we're doing more of them, right? For four, of four. Actually, I mean, we could do five. We Wait, want to do that. We could double up on the Wayne. I mean, I know Dave. I know Marlon and Sean are pretty much always in movies together, but we could still do two just to respect. Oh, just to yay. respect them as single entities. I right. Also, Marlon got all that stuff that he does by himself. He does, but does he lead in those? his movies? He does. Like, like I, all I'm saying is, we're definitely not watching. Uh, Requiem for a Dream? Oh, no way. Right, yeah, no, not that, but like Senseless. Do you guys remember that movie? I remember Senseless. I never saw it, though. Oh, it's good. Kadeem Hardison. 
but okay. Oh, wait, today, no, that's the sixth man. I'm sorry. Oh, the sixth <laughs> man. So many, when you said senseless, I was this like, this is I another know. movie. That's another. He has Marlon another one. Movie. He has another. The sixth man is Kadeem Hardison. I remember six man. I don't think I've seen that either. Come on, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that movie. Yeah, it's the ghost and he's helping him play basketball. That's <laughs> Why are there so wait, many what? movies in which a black person because we black help play basketball? <laughs> we black. We gotta play <laughs> basketball. Wait, what? He's a basketball. I can't. In yeah, the yeah. sixth man, he's the sixth man. He's the you know, sixth man. Sixth man. Oh, he's a ghost too. That's right. Mm-hmm. No, somebody, that's the point. Is that he, somebody else is a ghost? Oh no, no, no. Kadeem Hardison. No, Kadeem Hardison is the ghost. A ghost. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was also thinking of uh, like Mike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just a different movie. <laughs> also, like Mike is a movie. <laughs> Joanna Man. I'm telling you, there are a lot of films. Joanna Man. <laughs> Joanna a lot of comedy Man. basketball films. Is the bas- Eddie <laughs> is the basketball Airbud? Is that is that what a black person? No, that okay. was very white. Okay, and you know it. <laughs> I don't even know if a black person was in that movie. To be honest with you. All right, All right back to this. One. We are doing yes. Blake Man, Damon Wayans, 1994, written by Damon Wayans, starring Damon Wayans and David Allen Greer. I love David Allen Greer. David man. Allen Greer, baby. Um, and you know we struggled. We we really weren't sure which uh, Damon Wayne's movie to cover. There's a lot. Mo so Money many. was his first kind of. I mean, okay, first actually it was the last Boy Scout, which he co-starred with mm-hmm. Bruce Willis. But I think Bruce Willis is probably more the lead. Yeah, than I think he so. Is, for sure. Even though they're both on the poster, mm-hmm. um, and that was a, a a a fair hit, I would say. Yeah, Not like mm-hmm. huge in terms of Bruce Willis standards, but like definitely huge in terms of like Damon Wayne's Damon Wayne's standards. And uh, and then he did Mo Money, which was actually also a hit. And that he did with his own production company. He has a production company called Wife and Kids, which later he made into a TV show called My Wife and Kids. Yep. So there you go. And then uh, and then Blake Man came out. So mm-hmm. you know we were we were maybe going to do Major Pain, and the reality is we're just going to be honest here. Say it, bro. <laughs> we uh, it's I, not good. We were watching it, and it's not uh, good. I don't think it holds up. <laughs> now, for good. everybody who loves that movie because you saw it when you were a kid, I totally Trust get us. it. Trust I us. totally get it. Yep. Let's be real. I love Hook. A lot of people have told me that that movie is terrible. <laughs> I will never listen to them. I love Hook, but the movie probably is terrible. <laughs> Major pain. It's just, Yo, it really isn't that good of a movie. <laughs> guys, listen, we care about you all, and we wanted to make sure you did not have to suffer through hearing us bash that movie. Uh, it's fine. You know, it's a kid's movie. We'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, but I, it's, it's one of those. It's it's not a kid because it's PG-13. There's a lot. And it's, it's PG-13 because there's a lot of cursing in it. And he breaks like, somebody's finger in the opening yeah, scene Yeah, and it's movie. like somewhat violent. Um, but it's one of those. Oh, my God. I didn't realize how obsessed the 90s was with children in film. But like oh, yeah. so many. Like, mm-hmm. and we were growing up with them all the time. Mighty Ducks, The Big Green, Goonies, th- this movie. But also, family was a big deal. Remember, like, TGIF? Like, you stayed home family with your family. Deal. Like, yeah. cartoons. Stuff. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, there really aren't that many of those films anymore. Like, where an adult, like, a, an adult comedian is, like, dealing with, like, little kids. Mm-mm. Right. You know what I mean? The like, last one was The Pacifier. Was it bad or was it like kicking and screaming? Oh yeah, kicking and screaming. Kicking and screaming was fun. I remember that. Yeah, pacifier, kicking and screaming. That kicking that, and screaming came out a while ago. A while ago, yeah. yeah. Was that yeah. was pacifier after that? That Maybe. came out a while ago too. Those were both out yeah. when I was in high school. I'm right, sure. right, yeah. What about the one, The Rock? 
Was Tooth Fairy? Tooth Fairy? Oh, Tooth God. Fairy. Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Have we not had a recent one? But I'm... Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, Guys, we that's Major that Pain. We'll, we'll reference it. Uh, we're doing Blake Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, the plot of this film is pretty simple. A... Uh, a man. You want you want the full kind Wikipedia of a one? Oh, sure. What is it? <laughs> Don't read that whole thing. <laughs> no, I'm gonna just read the no, first the blurb. Line. The first blurb. Uh, Daryl Walker, a clumsy, nerdy repairman who is a genius and Batman fanatic. He's pure of heart and optimistic. Creates an alter ego, blank man, to save his town from thugs. Town. It's a city. I mean, sorry. Save his <laughs> like New sorry, York. Excuse city. me. I had a town. Yeah, like- save <laughs> save his inner city neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, should we? I mean, oh, do initial thought. Is there anything else I have to say? Oh, yeah, it didn't it, make that much money. It, didn't make it made seven point nine million. I don't see. I couldn't find how much it costs to make. Uh, I don't, it doesn't have it on it box office. More than that, though, right? <laughs> or could it I don't have? know, but it did not. I don't know either. There are a lot of explosions. In I mean, it, so to It's them. hard for to do these Rotten Tomato scores for like movies that are older because they don't have as many reviews. Right, but. This Rotten Tomato score is awful. It's thirteen <laughs> percent, woo! And the audience score is thirty nine percent. I don't know why it's oh, so wow. bad. Um, I actually think Major Pain might be better than that, which is crazy to me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry because we we're gonna get that. so many angry. Tweets. I know we're <laughs> gonna be mad because you don't of that. understand it. <laughs> you sad don't understand. There you go, Major Pain fans. <laughs> Wow, Major Pain is so it. good. I can't, guys. Listen. He talks like that the entire film. The is, I, I, <laughs> but in this film, he talks. He's just like in this film. He has a <laughs> weird voice the whole time too. I mean, yeah. this film, he sounds like Urkel, right? You're gonna say James at there. I was not. I stopped myself. Hey, come on. He doesn't sound like I currently sound right now. Yeah, especially when James tries to make his voice sound low. He's gonna do the voice at what some you, point in this podcast, and I'm gonna point it out. All right, um, uh, let's do initial thoughts. <laughs> I'll start, I guess. Uh, yeah, like like we were saying, I did. I was watching it, and everything he was doing did remind me of me, like a lot. <laughs> like a lot. Um, and I I hadn't seen this movie all the way through before, and and I hadn't seen any of it since like the '90s. So uh, this was real relatively new to me. I really liked how stylized it was. I thought like all of that was fun. Um, uh, I really liked David Allen Greer in it. Robin Gibbons was great. Um, it's in the movie's insane though. Like it's like oh, yeah. it's, tonally, it's like crazy and sort of all over the place. Um, and like I don't know, I I liked it. I guess this is what I want to ultimately say. Cool. Oh, I mean, I I mean, this guy's a Batman fanatic. Like I loved it. Open with him watching the old Adam West Batman. Rest in peace, Adam West. Yeah. Uh, but like, and that's how I fell in love with Batman was like through Adam West. And I thought it was. Look, man, this movie's just, <laughs> this movie has this movie has problems. Like it's weird, but I, I liked it. I liked it. I liked that it had a little bit of heart to it. I liked that he was like very optimistic that his brother, who could have been kind of douchey to him, you know, honestly loved him so much. At the end of the day, I thought that was cool. Um, and he got to imprison the big bad. So scratch that off my list <laughs> got to imprison the big bad yeah he didn't kill anybody <laughs> no I mean you ain't always got to kill the big bad but you got to handle the big bad though <laughs> um i i actually like thoroughly enjoyed this film <laughs> yeah man this um i thought it was really funny i thought there were, there were a lot of parts that i really liked i 
I will say, watching this and Major Pain, because I did finish watching Major Pain, I, uh, remember how we were talking about our favorite day, our favorite Wayne's brother? Yeah. You want to you want to take Damon I'm out of the Damon. running? <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> I'm taking Damon out. <laughs> you taking him out after these two? After these I'm two, I'm taking movies. him out. I'll say this: I think his writing is better than his acting in these films. You taking him out? I'm taking. I him out. I could talk about that. I could talk about that. All right, great. We'll talk about right it. Now, but. Uh, it's a little too much. It's too sketch for me. It's too sketch for film for I, me. I get why you say that. It's like so over the top to a point where I was just like. I was like, oh, goodness. Like, there are parts where it's funny, but most of the time I'm just like, it's too much. You got to roll some of this back. It's like, so funny you say that. because man, you got to roll some of this back. Watching that, I was like, is he like the like the black version of Mike Myers? Because watching it, like Mike Myers does some things, I'm like, man, this right. is so big. Yeah. Like, does this work? Yeah. Or is it just like, I've seen it enough that I'm on board with it? Like, if he would have done more movies... In this kind of way, would we be used to it? You right, know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. Well, I think he did a fair amount of movies like this. I, th- I think he had a decent run. He had a better run than Keenan did. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, and I mean, my wife and kids, I love that show. Yeah, I think he had them. I think in terms of leading films, he had probably the best run of all the Wayne's brothers. Yeah. Like, uh, like you know, Marlon and Sean. Uh, their movies were a little bit smaller, I think, with the exception, obviously, of Scary Movie. But Scary Movie, we're not we're not reviewing because we kind of like debated whether or not they're the leads of that film. And like in reality, they're they're not. Mm-hmm. They're very ensemble esque. And if anything, Aaron Ferris is the lead, right, right, uh, of the first one and the second one. And then obviously they, they they're not in the other ones. Um, they're the leads of like White Chicks and like Little Man, but. I think by the time those movies came out, people were like, oh, God. You know what I mean? Right. And so I guess they're pretty over the top, too. Like, the Waynes family is a little bit over the top. Uh, I mean, they that makes sense. They come from a sketch background, you yep. know? But uh, anyway, sorry. Back to Blank Man. <laughs> I think, to me, the writing of this movie is really great. Like... It's not about the plot. I think the plot is irrelevant. I've saw I saw read some reviews that were like, "Well, the plot is pretty basic." It's like, yeah, because it's a comedy. Yeah, like there are very few comedies where you're like, also the plot. (laughs) You know, Um, I think uh, I love the opening of this. Like, I love the setting. I love the idea of like a film about a person like becoming a vigilante but in reality you're like he's not a good he's not a good superhero no he's he's never he's never a good superhero (laughs) um and uh and it also like you know it's in the inner city and it's kind of unapologetic about that but it's not just making like we're black we're black we're black references yep which is um which i think is going to be different when we do the Marlon and Sean. Um, yeah. So uh, it's very interesting, I think, and I, and it was great. I I I really did enjoy it. Uh, you know, and it's kind of weird that I'm saying that I didn't like David Wayne's acting. <laughs> you know, he's a star, but it's kind of true. All right. Um. Uh. Yeah. So let's get into it. Yeah. Uh. This film starts off. I mean, I think the, this opening is so funny. Yeah, it's great. It really kids, sold me. It's great. When the kids, the kids, and and we've talked about this. This is a like a very repetitive theme throughout a lot of. And I don't know if it's just comedies in general, but we're only reviewing black lead films, so 
I'm I'm just like, oh, it's very interesting. A lot of these films are starting off with like kids, you know, in the beginning and then seeing how they are when they grow up. Right. You know, happened in Soul Plane, happened in um uh wait, what was that other one that we just saw? Uh that we just saw. Yeah. Where there was a oh, man, no, I'm Wait, wait, no, it wasn't it wasn't the only one I was thinking was Soul Plane. I couldn't remember another one. Well it wasn't no oh, uh, half baked. Pooty Tang. Pooty Tang and Half Baked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So uh we have it here. You know, they're little they're two brothers. Apparently one of them is Damon Wayne's Jr. Yes, mm-hmm. one of them is very obviously Damon Wayne's Jr. Yeah. And what's funny is that they he doesn't play young Kevin. Oh, I'm sorry, he doesn't play young Damon Wayans. He plays young David Allen Greer, which is so bizarre. Yeah. Well, they're both too- his. They're both uh, his sons. All right, but, he, but my man, they're both <laughs> Damon. Jr. It's Damon Wayans Jr. And then the other one is his brother. It's Damon Wayans Jr. brother. Wait, son. which one was Damon Wayans Jr.? Damon Wayans Jr. was the was the one without the glasses. What? Yeah. Yeah. He was playing young David Allen Greer. He was the one who was like. Fix, you know, fix it. Well, yeah. I didn't even notice. I mean, I just but he just I didn't looks so much like him. But I feel like I probably because the other one was younger, a little bit younger. He was able to have that sort yeah. of like. I mean, I thought their setup was so cool, and I thought, and, and again, I love that you saw that one their relationship really quick. Still brothers. One's a little bit geeky. They're trying one. to watch Batman on TV, yep. and then you know, young blank man gets all that aluminum foil. <laughs> oh, so real. Yo, it is. Yo. So they have that at t- you know for 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 our older listeners who remember this, uh, you know they have that TV antenna where you know you had to get. That's how you got TV was an antenna. Yep. If you didn't have cable, like I never did, and you know you have this antenna, and it really matters like where you are. If somebody's touching it, if there's some tin foil mm-hmm. on it, what the position is. Once you got a clear picture, nobody could move. If you move, <laughs> it would affect it. It and it really would. Like <laughs> it really would. I remember watching. I remember. <laughs> I remember watching like the uh, the playoffs, like the Yankees. Uh, I think playing the Diamondbacks one point, and like I was in the back, like fiddling with it. And it was like the ninth inning, and it was like not coming in clear. Oh, man. And it came in. I was like, oh, and I was standing up, and I just stood up the rest of the time <laughs> to watch it because I was like, if I move, it's gonna go out. Man, yeah. I hate that's how I was when Fox came out because Fox was a new network when I was growing up, and it was like to get Fox, you had to like, you had to, yeah, it had to be an exact. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember like legit taking the antennas and like having it at the perfect angle because you're like, yo, right now this is it. Like I'm good. I can sit down. And the moment your mom or somebody comes by and like touches it, I'm like, Ma, I can't watch my cartoons. Yeah, no. And she's like, Boy, you can fix it again. I'm like, No, you can't. Always, it's out the window. I always had cable. So, wow, really? I always had cable. So this is. Really? I never had. To, I All right. To worry about it. Really? Did you just get this deep voice? This time. Did like you I really was. just? This is the first time James gets to flaunt. <laughs> I know. Did you really just? Money. Yo, I straight up had that cable. So. <laughs> Hey yo, hey yo, all day. Hey yo, I can't believe you just flexed on us like that. Yeah, wow, that was amazing. First off, that was hey. amazing. He didn't look at us. <laughs> he looked down. Actually, he didn't even look into the mic. He was no, looking I'm down. Saying. No, I'm saying, just saying. Wait, I put it up. This kid ain't Damon Wayans Jr. Come on, man. Look at his face. No, this is. I saw. First of all, it is him. It's connected to him. It's him on IMDb, IMDb and on and on Wiki. Him. But that, that is that is Damon Wayans Jr. He looks like him. What play play the scene? Put yeah, it on silent, it's, though, so it's on silent. 
play it because watch look just at so move. you know also what, uh, for uh, the audience who doesn't care about what they're doing uh, <laughs> <laughs> guys the we're best, doing research the best line of in this whole opening is he goes oh there you go it's perfect and then when you see the tv it's not, <laughs> it's not perfect at all. it's still like black lines like running down the tv like it's like somewhat fuzzy and he's like it's perfect i just thought that was the funniest line like he's like it's not getting better than this like we're not getting a clear picture this is as good as it gets and uh little uh little blank man little damon wayne's is uh, standing, you know, in the to- on the toilet, on flushing. the toilet. In it's it. like it only only when yep. it flushes is when it does, it does well. <laughs> and he's just constantly flushing the toilet, overflows, and then the mo- yo, how cool is this? So they're watching Batman with the pile, bam, like the old yes, Adam. This, this, was was great. Great. this is my favorite. This, this one's yeah. great. And the grandma is like, "What, boys? Stop playing with that!" <gasps> and she sees that this toilet <laughs> boys, and they're just like. What did they say? Oh, they say something. They look at each other. They're like, they're like, all right. <laughs> and then he blacks out. And you just hear, pow, pow wham. wham. Wait, what did they say? Hold on. <laughs> it's so uh, funny. That's the funniest beating of all time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it is. It's the funniest uh, kid beating. I don't even, can't even understand it. But like legit, it immediately goes to pow, bam, ow. It's great. Oh man, and so yeah, man. Here we go, Damon Wayans Jr., Young Kevin. Um, they don't look like so him we're to going. Me. Yeah, up. then we see them as adults, yeah. right? And we first see David Allegrier. Yep, sneaking into the house, sneaking the sneaking girl, out, a girl of the out of the house. Um, yeah, and I and uh, I don't know. Wait, like, before they, we even get that, oh, the fact right, oh, that wait. their animated opening animated is straight opening. up like Batman, guys. The Adam West Batman, as corny as people thought it was, it was oh, so fun. It was so good. Like, I mean, I just read some stuff about the old Adam West Batman. First off, you got to remember he was during like the time when people didn't believe in STDs, which is insane. Uh, but like some of the stories about them and just like how it was, like this opening is so authentic to that. And a lot of the movie is too. It always harkens back to this, which I think is really cool. Even his speech is kind of like that, very Adam Westish. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely. Like, that's what he loved, and that's what he was trying to imitate. Yeah, and uh, what did you want to say about David and Greer in this movie? Uh, well, I, was, uh, I think he's so funny, and he has this way of, like, being... His characters are, like, are very funny, but also very grounded, you know? So, like, when we yeah. see him in the beginning, he's, you know, he's... he's like dealing with like oh mom oh you know like like t- t- you know pretending to have just woken up but i don't know it's so funny but feels so real yeah i i think i think david allen greer kills it in this movie yeah i laughed out loud so many times from his parts like yeah. First of all, how old so are funny. they right they're still <laughs> they're living still at home with their grandma, grandma. <laughs> well they don't have any money that's supposed to show how much money they don't have you yeah know? uh also the grandma is Lynn Thigpen. Lynn Thigpen, but Jarrah, you know who she is. What? Wait, who is I she? Know what you're, I know what you know who she is, Gumshoe. <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, yeah she's the chief on, from Carmen Sandiego. You didn't is recognize? She? Yeah. <laughs> she's chief from Carmen, Carmen Sandiego. No, I did not notice that Shout at out all. to Carl Tart, who plays <laughs> chief on. Oh. He's been doing it on Comedy Bang Bang. It's really funny. He's just like, all he says is gumshoe all the time. That's it. <laughs> all right, gumshoes. <laughs> that makes sense. 
That makes sense. Uh, well, I did not notice yeah. that. Yeah, and she kills it in this too. She's super funny. Yeah, she's also crazy. I love the interactions. Like for instance, like when I'm watching, it, I'm even playing it down right now, and it's so interesting because, like, the one thing I think is really cool about this is that this movie could have really went with stereotypes. Like again, David Allen Greer could have been just a straight up dick this whole movie. Like the the grandma could have been just like overbearing and like just mean to them but like she always was so patient with every single one of them even the fact that she caught him like sneaking a girl out she's still so understanding to him right now i thought it was she great goes, she could at least make that girl some some breakfast yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah at least made that heifer some breakfast some heifer yeah call it call it ever. oh and she also <laughs> has this bit when she's like looking outside the window there's this dude getting beat up <laughs> Getting and jacked she, up for money, <laughs> and she takes the bottle, and it just throws it, and it hits the dude who's getting beat up, and he's like, just he just runs like it's great. Yo. Quit that fight! Oh, <laughs> uh, so funny. Um, yeah, so we establish they're they're poor, they don't have any money, and then uh, and then we see Damon Wayans Jr. I mean, my man, it's it's insane, it's insane. He's like, I'm 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 like. He has all these absurd inventions. It's very, um, it's very uh, Zelensky from uh, but, from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. But what is so interesting? Oh yeah! Right now, watching it, he and, has and he has like cereal, a cereal dispenser, and Urkel. which they use right now in any hotel. Like he has basically like the box of the cereal, and you turn it, and the cereal falls out. If you go to any continental breakfast, that invention is there. Yeah, my man was ahead of his time, and he got the basically the uh, was it the little uh, walkie-talkie watch. My man was in it. You know they had cell phones in 94. <laughs> they had cell phones in 94? Bruh, I ain't get a cell phone. Yeah, and they were huge. They were like huge, but they definitely had. Did they really? Bruh, yeah, I ain't yeah, had a yeah. cell phone until 2008. <laughs> That's the first time I ever saw them jokes. Yeah, what? yeah, but you remember Zach Morris had no, Sorry, sorry. Wait, sorry, 2004. Sorry, 2004. 2004. Zach oh Morris had a, had a cell phone. I had a phone. cell phone in 02. Did yeah. you? Yeah. I had a cell phone in high school, too. I had one probably, senior year. I got one senior year. That wasn't high school for you, but probably around yeah. 02 for me. Hey man, uh, the, hey, yeah, hey, remember hey. The, yeah, the Zach Morris. The, that was like the big ones with the. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they had cell phones then. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Most people had two way pagers, but they still had cell phones. Yeah, I'm trying to get me a pager. Yeah. Like, hey, yo, but he had. But all of these inventions are absurd. They're, they're absurd. They're, and they're giant. They're, they're giant. all bigger than they need. They're to unnecessary. Be. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not really helpful. And he has a huge robot that he calls John. Right? J five. J five. J five. Johnny five. Johnny yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> And the thing is, like, the, uh, he's like, it starts off. He's mad that his brother won't wear his uh, belt walkie-talkie, right? But in order to do yeah, it, and then he, has he to stares talk. at Yo, the this door. This was so. He walks over to. David <laughs> 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 Greer doesn't want to wear the belt, so he walks over to the door and puts his head down and stares at the door. That was so grandma's dumb. like. Just wear his belt. <laughs> but then he makes him beg to wear it. He's like, no, you don't have to wear the belt if you don't want to. I want to wear the belt. No, you don't have to wear the belt if you want to. Give me the belt. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that is gross. So funny. Uh-oh. Like, yeah. Yeah, and like, he just... Because <laughs> he's a stupid like, child. Because he comes and he comes like out the bathroom and he goes, hey, man, I would... He's like, I come I back. Really hey, man, I would love to, love yeah. to wear your belt. No, it's fine. You don't have to. No, man, I really would like it. No, I'm fine. You don't have to... Give me the belt, man! <laughs> uh, and now we follow David on Greer for a little bit. He works at a hard edition. Yeah, of course he works at a like a news... Which is like TMZ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, it's so funny because he goes... Tablet. He works upstairs. No, he does, no, so he, he works, works in the basement, but he always goes upstairs. <laughs> 
He goes upstairs first. We, that's when he sees Robin Givens. She's also in this film. Of first course. off, Robin Givens, Joe. Mm-hmm. Was Robin Givens the only black woman working in the I 90s? Think for a while, like it was just her, right? I mean, she was like, <laughs> she was the one of the main she ones. She was yeah. the woman. Because she Holly was like wasn't Holly yet. No, she if she was the woman you wanted to get, like she was like the, the star. And then like, I think her personal life ruined her film career a little bit. The whole Mike, the Mike Tyson, Tyson stuff? Yeah. Man. And then I, I also think just the Hollywood's misogynist. So yeah, and they're terrible. <laughs> they probably were like, "Oh man, she's hard to work with." Yeah, and you know, it's like, oh, "Well, you're getting older. We can just find another hot uh, young person." Yeah. yeah, I mean, but she like but how many great. movies has she been in that we so reviewed? Like at least many. two or three, right? So many. Yeah, and she was super funny and super great in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, her role. I mean, I do feel bad for like. For black women in the in the nineties, man, damn! Like actually in the two thousand, I say actually. this year might have been the only good yeah, year. In fact, I just feel bad. Yeah, dude, for black women yeah. in film in general. But like, no, but I mean, like, it's always they had more roles, I think, in the nineties than compared to the early two thousands. Yeah, but sure. uh, it was always secondary unless it was like a film starring black women, like yeah. set it off or uh, you know, um, uh, waiting to exhale or stuff like that. But these films, like. They're always like the the, the romantic interests and mm-hmm. and so they're always falling in love. Like both in this movie, Robin Givens is you know like falls in love with Damon Wayans and like in Major Pain, like that other uh, Hillary. It's Hillary. It is Hillary, right? Yeah, it's, it's Hillary. Hillary. I thought it was Hillary. I was it's like, Hillary. that looks so much like Hillary. It's, it's like Hillary's only movie, right? What's her name? We can't just call her Hillary, <laughs> bro. You know I'm about to call her Hillary. <laughs> now you know good and well I'm calling her it, Hillary. It's not her only movie. She's in class act as well. She is in class act. Yeah. Uh, she says, let's make bacon. Karen I've never Parsons. Forgotten it. <laughs> hey, Karen can we Parsons. Re- Karen can- Parsons. I mean, she looks really good in Major Pain. <laughs> I mean, I, she looks, she's beautiful. And, um, matter of fact, they even had a photo of like a recent charity event and you got a chance to like have, like have lunch with the cast of Fresh Prince and they have a photo of all of them. And I'm like, man, I mean, you, you know, black women age beautifully. Like, I, like, I, Man. Oh yeah, Robin Givens looks great too. Like it's like they age that that's beautiful. All, uh, you know, it's not that it's all that matters, but I'm saying, but yeah. like like they like black don't crack, man. Yeah, I love it. Don't crack. Also, um, I didn't know J- Jason Alexander was in this movie. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Jason Alexander. It, it was this scene that He's that boss. when I first noticed how stylized uh, like the set design was. Yes. So like like it's very bright, it's very you know, bright. and like everything is very like symmetrical, you know, yeah. like pastel bright pastel colors. colors. And then we go down, we go downstairs, and <laughs> and, uh, and uh, Jason Alexander is like in this motorized wheelchair, and he has a bald head, and you're like, oh, that's a that's a comic book villain. Like you can like yeah. see. Yeah. We don't know if, we don't know this at this moment that he's like he's sort of a sniveling. He's yeah. an evil lieutenant. Dan, I will but, say. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I will say this. It's very interesting. Uh, I know there. I know it was used for comedic effects of effect in some of these films, but in this film, he has a character that you know is handicapped. He has in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and he has. You know, midget man. <laughs> yeah, midget man. Midget yeah. man. But like, still, uh, he's like recognized, and like, you know, he has the gay man, and like, mm-hmm. it just, I just found it interesting. Is like, he's at least like putting people on screen, and I know like that's not great, but like, you don't always see it. And and in a major pain, you know, one of the boys is deaf, mm-hmm. and then at the end, he has a boy who's blind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's just, I thought, I found it very interesting that he was like. Clearly choosing to put in right. people with handicaps and disabilities because the weird thing about disability uh, at like, well, just 
characters in Hollywood is like they're rarely ever there. And like, you know, we rarely talk about people with disabilities. It's kind of like the unseen, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So just anyway, I, th- I just thought that was like. And if you do, they always like are super depressed. And it's like, no, like my stepdad has yeah. been disabled as long as I can think. And it's like he's been as hopeful as yeah. anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because as you brought that up, because um, when you see Jason Alexander, like he is a villain. And I love that. Honestly, I'm happy that like the disabled guy is the villain or like one of them because normally he would either be depressed or it's like he has to be like the goody goody two shoes. Whereas like you only see those two kinds. Like yeah. they never get to be the asshole yeah. or yeah. they're just like making a joke like at the person's right. Yeah, it's just like which I, they do make a joke. It was only one though. But in, this, in that scene though, no, 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 no right? later, and later, and later. Yeah. yeah, at the very end, and there's only one though. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just remember the there was like a vending machine with like Doritos, like clearly showing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Jason Alexander is his boss. He's kind of like he's pretty mean. He he just wants you know them to. He doesn't really care about the real news. Yeah. Right. He's like when you when you don't have a story, we go to the board and there's just <laughs> all of these like random words like alien. What is it like? It was like alien S and M, and it was like I don't know like home office, and it was like aliens. Yeah. Have an S and M in the home office. <laughs> like it's just like figure it out. <laughs> like it's so dumb. Um, and uh, Robin Givens works upstairs. She's like a, a news anchor, and really from the jump, like is shutting David Alcorn down. Yo, it's so funny because the thing is, like at, at one point, because I haven't seen this movie in a long time, I thought that it was gonna be maybe like a love triangle because she was. I did too. I, I couldn't remember if there was. Yeah, because it felt like she was feeling him a little bit and was like being flirty back, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, this except, is an interesting yeah, way except to go. she really wasn't. She was just trying. She just wanted him like pro- to stop to work with him professionally because <laughs> she was like, I, "You're a good cameraman," but she's like, "Oh, I gotta be flirty with you for for." <laughs> That's sad, man. Yeah. The only way, and I was like, "That's real." It's like c- comedic in this, but that's real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, great! I am a, an attractive woman, and the only way that I can get men to work with me professionally is if they think that I like them, which that's only tough. works for so long. Because then they're like, "Oh, she's just such a flirt. She's just like trying to. She won't. She won't put out." Yeah. But if she didn't do that, then they'd be like, "Oh, she's such a like." Oh, she stuck up. B-word. Hollywood is shut down. All production has stopped and funding for new projects is tough to come by. There has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine Hollywood. And that's what Hollywood the Sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing. Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and -and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly, how it should look. Will there be greater representation for women, for people of color, Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm? As Hollywood the sequels ask these questions and more, this limited-run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood the sequel trailer. Available June 23rd. Download Hollywood the sequel for free at laist.com slash Hollywood the sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's L-A-I-S-T 
Facebook.com slash Hollywood the sequel. Hey there, Forever Dog listeners. This is Rhea Butcher, a host of Three Swings, a podcast about baseball and other things available right here on this very network. For as long as I can remember, I have had a love-hate relationship with the game of baseball. More love than hate, but you know, it's a sport that brings me so much joy and it's impossible to imagine my life without it. I have countless memories of watching the sport, playing the sport, swearing at the sport, watching the sport some more. But like everything else in America, being a fan of baseball is not that simple. There's also a lot that I dislike about baseball. The persistence of racist mascots, the fact that violent domestic abusers continue to thrive in the major leagues, the wall streeting of professional baseball, the list goes on and on. So I wanted to make a podcast where I could talk freely about both of these things what makes baseball great, and what makes it terrible. And in doing so, I usually find myself talking about more than just baseball. Race, gender, capitalism, mental health, stories from my life, stories from the road. And that's what Three Swings is all about. It's a baseball podcast about life. It's a life podcast about baseball. It's got something for diehard baseball fans, for new fans, and even for those of you who know absolutely nothing about the game, but are hearing this ad and saying, hey, that sounds interesting. It's for you too, my friend. We've got a bunch of back catalog episodes for you to browse through, and new episodes come out every Friday right here on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. You can also listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to also follow us on at 3 Pod on Twitter and Instagram for all the latest updates. This is the first part. Like, Stuck up. Yeah. Right now, like, so he's upstairs in the co- First off, the fact that he doesn't drink coffee or do anything downstairs in the basement is mad right. funny. But, like, he's talking to his brother while using the belt buckle. And the whole time you just hear, That's get closer to the belt buckle. Closer. Closer. And then she walks in and he's full-faced in his crotch right yeah now. this was one of the few things that i remembered from seeing it before but that like i can't play with you right now like I'll, as he's like yeah i'll go to the bathroom and then i'll take you out <laughs> what does he say yeah he's like yeah, yeah. I'll go to the bathroom. at some point it's, i'll take you out and i'll play with you later okay at some point it, it starts to like i'm like what are you why? i don't even know what, what you're saying yeah. <laughs> why are you going to the bathroom to yeah play with i was like what like, i will take you out there all right i'll play with you i'll play with you another time <laughs> but then she but then when she catches him he goes uh what no, I was a play with my winky. Like that's really like some dumb thing he says like yeah. that. Oh man. And so uh we see Damon Waynes. He's at uh I don't even understand what his job is. A repair shop, maybe? Is that what he is? He's at a repair shop? I think he's got beakers. Like, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I don't he's know. He's like clearly like, like a like has like some scientific scientific job, you know, like the person who comes in is seems like also a scientist. But the guy's like, get back to work, but I. It's not really like, clear what, what his work. work, and he is. also, he also never goes back to it the entire movie. Nope. I was like, what was his there job? Was point, yeah, did he get fired? There was a point later on, like I think, like after he had the blank station and when he was being interviewed, where I was like, what is he doing all day? <laughs> like, like is he? Like when he was getting interviewed, I was like, "Doesn't he have to do other stuff?" <laughs> no, because David Allen says, like, after the grandma dies, like, you need to get a job. You need to get a job. Yeah, he clearly lost his job at some point. Who knows what it was? <laughs> what? Because all he seemed to be ju- doing at that job was just creating inventions that nobody was buying. <laughs> he didn't even want to sell them. He was just creating. Oh right, them. but it, but we think it was a repair shop because it was like this was a toaster when it came when it yeah. came in here. And and you're supposed to fix it, <laughs> right? You're supposed to fix it. You're supposed to fix it. He's like, no, but I I made it into uh, what did it like? It was like it was like it, it just made it more economical because the heat from the toaster would would power the would would fry an egg, which would then. Uh, 
what was the thing on top? Yeah. <laughs> it was something. It would fry the egg, which would then heat up like the coffee. Yeah. And then when the coffee was done, yeah, so whatever. It like made the whole breakfast. It's like a Rube Goldberg breakfast maker. Hey, man. We should but remake Blank yeah. Man. We should do it, yeah. Uh, we should remake Blank Man. What? Why? We should? We should remake Blank Man. Okay. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so funny because the next, you know, like on right now is when the bad guy comes and shoots up. Okay, um, wait. It's literally going in order as we're talking, which is yeah, so weird yeah. right now. But like they just shot up um uh the office. So there's a mayor there's a there's this guy running for mayor that the grandma really believes in. She and and uh David Allen Greer's character is really pessimistic about it. He's like, whatever, you know, it's not gonna ha like the city's messed up. Nobody can save everyone. And he's like, Yeah, but I think I don't care about saving everyone, I care about saving this where I live. And I think yeah. this guy's the best, you know, and, and we see this mayor and he seems, uh, or sorry, this mayor, mayoral candidate, candidate, and he seems like to be legit. Yeah, he seems like a really good dude. Yeah, you know, and there's this scene where, like, uh, the main bad guy comes in and he's like, I'll give you one million dollars to your campaign. And he's like, I don't need your money. <laughs> he's like, what? I don't need to be, you know, not even to talk to me. He's like, not yeah. even to whatever, some line one lighter and so he's like okay you'll regret it and so yeah now we're at the scene where but can i say one thing and this mm -hmm. is not to like get dark or anything but like for some reason watching this dude come in and knowing it was like a couple old black ladies in there i instantly thought about that church mm, that's right um, wow and it was like because because the thing is like these are like these this is they were old they were like old, yeah, they, they old, old people in there like yeah. old black people and i'm like I don't know. I don't know why, but like that instantly is what my mind went to. Yeah, which probably wasn't the best thing for a comedy. Mm -hmm. But um, I was like, shit, yo. And the thing yes, is, the little, is dark. yeah, and the little effect that like the police had after it in the movie. Almost honestly, let's not forget that the shooter will never say his name. Got taken to Burger King. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like so little happened in this movie, and I think like. It's so easy to make fun of a movie like this because, like, oh man, it's so dumb. It's blank, man. Whatever. But you realize, like, how they had a lot of real elements, and like the fact yeah. that the police weren't doing anything. I he mean, had that, like something at the core of at the core of uh, Meteor Man. It was like sort of the same kind of things, right? Yeah, like, the neighborhood like the was the neighborhood was corrupt, and then like you know, like the superhero is like no one else is doing anything. I have to do something, right? And I think this was like you know a something that's still prevalent in the black community feeling like the police aren't on our side now it is super toxic because the other re kind of reality is like the neighborhood isn't on the police's side so like you know it, there's the whole cycle, snitching man. kind right. of this whole like no like i'm not i'm not a snitch like kind of atmosphere is also very bad for communities um just to be real <laughs> uh no cooperation is like terrible but Anyway, it, and it, it comes from this legacy of, like, you know, police either not caring or, like, roughing up, yeah. you know, black people for no reason, like, terrorizing communities in different ways. And we understand it's not all police, but sometimes just like black people, you know, the worst of black people became what the image of a black person was in yeah. this country. Uh, that's what's happening with police right now. And um, so... You know. Yeah, it's a vicious little cycle. And I just noticed cycle. that in the scene, and it's like it's just a, until there's like some type of outreach to like honestly get police and people in the neighborhoods to just sit down. Yeah, you know, like a ceasefire, if you will. 
And it's just interesting watching this scene in this movie because I was like, oh, man, this was like a real element in this comedy. Yeah. And so, you know, the bad guys, goons come in and they shoot up the uh, the mayoral office. Uh, the mayor, the, the candidate's not there, but the grandma is and she dies. They like steal all the money. And so we find out that that guy wins the election, but he's like corrupted. And uh, this is when Damon Wayans. Oh, we forgot yeah, to we say the- in the scene, in the scene where we see him just making these stupid inventions like at work the one scene he's at work he pours like some weird potion on his uh on some fabric and he realizes like wait a minute like this fabric is now indestructible how he figured that out oh right right, because it was was his it was was his jacket and then he put it down on the he put it down on the burner burner, and then it It did not yeah it didn't burn at all and then he like and then he like took like a piece of metal and like hit it and like didn't cut through it and he was yeah, like, he was right. like, it must be able to stop bullets. Well, yeah, right? Met- I'm just saying he that? never de- we never saw pressure. him test it. No, we did. We saw him we saw did him then later it? test everything. Cuz like later he t- he put he d- he, d- he dumped stuff in and then yeah. like took like a knife and like stabbed. But he didn't shoot yeah, but that's the same the same principle, well, right? No, well, like the bullet actually explodes. The same principle. It's still metal, <laughs> but the, it explodes. In the, in the in the world of this film, if I oh in the world I, of this film, I guess. Well, yeah, like if I step, I mean the metal. I get the metal part, but like a bullet technically comes with more force, and it's like a and lot explodes. More force. So it's like he should have tested it, but it's so interesting because <laughs> I'm like he knew I'm gonna let it go. But then he after that scene, then he's like on the train after the funeral, and like a woman's getting like <laughs> yeah. Um, roughed up and he like helps her out oh i liked that scene i did too because the thing is like no in new york city oh, so sad nobody moved. no one no one does it now like i've been on trains where like well i do but i mean i've been with do. you yeah. we've done it but it's like it's but, never i've never been somewhere where that is at but the thing is when you do that thing it is that thing of like now you're committed to the situation but it's also like are you gonna leave just a woman by herself and like have to fend yeah. for herself. I will say I've never been, I've never been in a situation where somebody uh, actually I have actually my uh, <laughs> when I was really when I was young when I was really young I remember uh, we were sitting on the platform of subway it was me and my mom <clears throat> and this guy came up and just stole this woman's purse who was sitting next to us like just snatched it out of her hand and started running and my mom started running after him what and was yelling at him and started running after him and then i started running after my mom and i was like and i just remember like being so scared and i was wearing flip-flops for whatever reason and i stubbed my toe while i was running and so i couldn't keep running anymore and then i started crying because i was like my mom's gonna die because i couldn't keep up with uh, her how old were you uh I was probably like seven. Oh wow, dude! What happened? Did your mom like catch him? No, no. The guy was much faster than her, and he ran into, uh, you know, he ran into the tunnel. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah. First off, look at your mom. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. First off, but also you were wearing flip flops in New York City. You nasty! Come on, bro. Right, yeah. My favorite part of this scene was the the old woman goes. <laughs> Oh, man, oh my God. Yeah. the rest of y'all ain't shit. <laughs> she said, thank you uh, so much, young man. Uh, and she turns yeah. back to the rest of the car. But honestly, good for her. The rest of y'all ain't shit. Yo, good for her because that was real. Yo, it's that's so real. true. It literally, even David Allen Greer, she he's sitting there and he's just nothing. like, nothing. He did nothing. And the guy, and also he 
because Damon Wayans tosses the dude out of the subway. Yeah. And, and the, the guy, guy like takes out a knife and he starts to come back, but the subway doors close in time. But before he does it, Damon Wayne's like, oh no, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I thought the doors were going to open, and I was like, oh, snap, he about to get He's stabbed. He's like, oh, no, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> and nobody was doing anything. Bruh, I, like, I, I've been on a train <laughs> once. I've been on a train once where, like, you know how sometimes, like, you just you just don't you don't want to be bothered with anything, and, like, you don't know what's going to happen. I remember getting it. There was, like, a couple be- getting in the fight, right? And this dude is, like, cursing this woman out, cursing her out. So much so that everyone's like, oh, man, he's going to put his hands on her soon. He's sitting down. He stands up, and you're like, oh, snap. He's about to do something. So me and my friend get up, confront the dude. I never get it. Confront the dude. Like, hey, man, we just trying to go home. Chill the fuck out. Go sit over there. Then she gets up and shows my friend. And is like, you don't know. <laughs> Mind your own business. Whoa. <laughs> now, <See>? now, <laughs> now. You never know what you're <laughs> Yo, honestly. You never was, know. That happens but, most of the time, I would say. Did that happen when we were talking, when we were, like, but that guy outside of UCB, didn't the woman defend him at yeah, one point? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he did. Yeah, she did. I honestly, it happens most of the time because it because it's battered woman syndrome. Man, I was like, dude, they defend. Woman, I was the, like, they like defend get away from them. this dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't care. I literally ignore the woman. I'm just like, it's honestly, it's not even no, no because like part no, of me, like it's not about. It's honestly at this point, it's not about you. This guy shouldn't be hitting a woman. Period. Like, I understand you as an individual have a complicated relationship with this person, but this person is in public. So when you are, like, threatening to hit a woman or, like, start hitting a woman in public, basically you're trying to tell the society, like, everybody around you, this is okay. And all of you are okay with it. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be complicit with you hitting a woman in this area. So I know that does suck. Yeah, she pushed. She. I've never had somebody... A woman pushed oh. me. Because my, my friend was though. huge. And That's the thing crazy. is, I think at that point, like the guy wasn't that big. Yeah. And I think she might have been nervous for him. Because yeah, the thing yeah. is, like, it was one of those situations where like this guy was yelling and right. you could tell. I mean, honestly, like you could tell that like we did come over there for a reason because yeah. at this point it was annoying. It was almost annoying that he was doing this right, and like right. didn't care. So I I don't know, man. But yeah, That's she crazy. pushed. She pushed. <laughs> but yeah. Uh anyway, yeah. so uh, and then, yeah, we see him create the suit. He tells uh, David Ann Greer, look, I, I'm a superhero. <laughs> oh uh, I got a yeah. suit for you, too. David Ann Greer's like, go to bed. Like, <laughs> are you an idiot? Which is the a correct response. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, are you kidding? Like, sit down. Uh, and it's of course, insane. Of course, he goes out anyway. He sees a woman. This was insane. <laughs> a prostitute being like yelled at by her pimp telling her like i need the money give me the money and she's like i don't have it and so he comes and he's just like leave that woman alone (laughs) and they're just like what are you doing (laughs) yo it is (laughs) what was he doing no one knows it made no Uh, sense sense. so he goes so my my favorite part about this (laughs) my favorite part and honestly this happens so often in the movie the guy just slaps (laughs) <laughs> but his voice and dude. he's like ah! <laughs> Yo, he gets slapped so many times in this film <laughs> but why, why was his voice so ah! <laughs> somebody goes somebody help that woman <laughs> somebody help that woman Yo, his voice is so feminine and ah! i was like i thought i thought it was fake i, I thought it my was my favorite part of this was when he finally shoots him 
and it's like bulletproof. You realize <laughs> yeah. it's bulletproof? The guy shoots him a couple times. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, just shoot him in the head. Like, in the head. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to shoot him. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like, let just shoot him. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> they just casually. I wait, love just, that wait, it was what? called out immediately <laughs> because I was like, I was like, you're bulletproof, but your head isn't. Yeah, just shoot <laughs> and him in the head. Exposed. It is very exposed. Yeah, just shoot him. In Anyone the can just shoot you in the head. <laughs> but also, immediately the people were just like, just shoot him in the head. And everyone like, says, yeah, I'm going to just shoot you in the head. <laughs> and then David Allen Greer comes out of nowhere. He just karate kicks the gun out of his hand. Bro, I was I like, never oh. explain. No, it, no it, is, to, it is. It is. Is it really? It is. It is. Oh, I was waiting. I, for I, was, that. I just want to bring it up. Yeah, what is it? Early in the film, when his grandmother's still alive, he's like, hey, I'm going to be home late. <laughs> It's such a throwaway line. Like, I'm gonna be home late. I got a karate class. No, he says that. No, that's not. Yo, I, yo, I that. promise you. Early in the film, <laughs> they covered every base. <laughs> I, remember, I, remember, I remember when he said, "I was like, that's so random." And like, you never see him in karate class. But he goes, "Hey, man, I'm gonna be home a little late. I got karate class." And I was like. What though? Oh wow! And then you he see does him, it. He does straight. Well, up karate. He does a lot and of karate see, in this. But you see him doing like legit karate moves. <laughs> My man is doing like roundhouse kicks, <laughs> he's, jump kicks. He is. <laughs> and the best recurring <laughs> bit is the fact that he's so good that he is legit a hero. Yeah, he's, but like he gets he's no credit. Real hero. <laughs> but he he's a real hero. Blink Man did nothing. David Wayans, Wayans did nothing. Half the time, David Wayans, like legit, not even the skip, but there's another sequence just talking about the karate. Where they're fighting the back as an end, and they're like back to back. And, <laughs> and like, David Allen Greer's like knocking everybody out. He's like, hey man, how you, you doing? Do <laughs> he's on the ground. He's on the ground. And he's like, oh, damn. He got slapped. You saw it right before, right before it kind of focused on David Wayans. You see it dude come over and just <laughs> slap. Ah! He gets slapped so many Yo. times. Oh. Why, did, why did they stay slapping him? It's so disrespectful. Like, no one ever punches him. It's so slapped. disrespectful. <laughs> oh, man, this movie's funny. Uh, Yo, obviously, guys, we're having fun. Yeah, so if you haven't seen fun. this movie, you should. It's fun, man. And then... Uh, oh, my goodness. And so, uh, you know, that happens. And then the other thing, the thing that, like, really does it though is uh all right because he saves a dog you know yeah but the thing that really does it is uh the pregnancy right yeah the, the woman yeah so <laughs> oh oh what was actually right before this i love this part too uh david Allen Greer goes what you what, okay you really want to help people you really want to help people great let's help people i'll help you help people but we're doing it my way and they're outside uh with like a sign up sheet for like neighborhood, neighborhood watch, neighborhood watch. Neighborhood watch. Neighborhood watch. Yeah. And he's like, this is how you do it. And then a, a, a little girl comes over, you gotta help. There's a woman, she's stuck in it. She's a woman. And they're like, oh, is she being robbed? No, she, oh, is she, is she being kidnapped? <laughs> no, no, no. She's stuck Separate. in an elevator. <laughs> and and Darren Wayne's Jr. is like, I mean, Darren Wayne's like, oh, let's go. And Darren Chris is like, oh. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was great. The, even like the one thing I liked, uh, is, like as they're like <clears throat> doing the superhero stuff, like of course, um, Damian Wayne is ter- gets in his costume. But when they get to the elevator, and as he's trying to lower himself, he keeps singing his own theme song. I the thought entire that was so time. funny. Like, like I'm the entire time, I'm almost there. He's <laughs> like singing like. <laughs> As he's lowering himself, he's lowering himself down. down. He has a little contraption that's a plunger 
that yeah. he shoots up and he's lowering himself down singing and then as he's do- like right be- right before he gets down <laughs> Dan just jumps onto the <laughs> And you see it. It's like it's like two feet. <laughs> but he still does it. He still it's like two himself. feet. Yeah. Uh, and then even when David Allinger jumps down into the actual elevator, he still lowers himself while singing the song. Yeah, yeah. Then he lowers himself into the elevator. I'm like, and then as, he, as I'm almost there, David Allinger is already there. Just like, hey man, we're gonna have to deliver this baby right now. And he's like, that means we're gonna have to see her. Yeah, man, you're gonna have to get down there and. And we like, can't just, deliver his baby. We have to, we, we'd have to see her. And then he's like, man, just get down there Would and catch the baby. you get down there? And he tells him to catch the baby. Just catch the baby. Catch the baby. We can't see her. Get down. Would you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then, he, and then like the baby is delivered. And then they come out of the elevator and they're like, he saved me. Like, <laughs> and David Allen Craig gets no credit. <laughs> no credit. No credit. <laughs> but also when he delivers the baby, he goes, I'm a dad. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what? dude? Oh, I thought he was God. a genius. Like, is he what? not a genius? He's on, he's that a, what live. is happening? He's on the spectrum. I, like, honestly, he's on the spectrum, which I think is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. That line was one of the funniest. <laughs> the baby comes out. <laughs> he picks it up and goes, I'm a, I'm a father. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. great. Dude, it's great. It was so funny. It's great. I'm a father. Dude, I thought this. Yo, this movie's so funny uh, and it's so interesting. Uh, yeah, that's when we get the line blank man too. But it's also <laughs> which, which is, is crazy good. is that thinking about these movies in the nineties, right? It, I guess watching the movie, I didn't understand how important like Black Panther, the Marvel movie coming out mm. in twenty eighteen, is. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's like the first black superhero to get his own movie, but looking at thinking about like the fact not that Robert Townsend, Catwoman, that cutting blade, Catwoman. Well, they're not. They're not they're, well, no. Meteor Man's not. Well, I, I want to talk about Meteor Man, okay. uh, but like Meteor Man, for instance, like was Robert Townsend like making his own superhero, which was based on Superman, right? Like Blank Man is like Damon Wayne is making his movie based on like Batman because no one else was giving them even. Even the movie we did last week, like uh, Lord Under the Shame, was because no one was giving Keenan yeah. an action hero role. And if you think about it, technically at that point when Lord Under the Shame came out, you had what the second um, Beverly Hills Cop. You Wesley really didn't Snipes. have, yeah, and you have, yeah, Wesley and you had, but, but, but was Wesley doing? Yeah, yeah Pastor yeah. Fifty Seven. Was it out then? I think it was. Yeah, out. yeah, by then, by then, oh, because it's it? referenced in Bad Boys, which is ninety six, right? Oh. 95. Pastor 57, 95. I feel like it's 92, I want to say. Oh, uh, but my thing but is. But that's it. It's just one. Yeah. But it's just saying like how these guys had to do everything themselves, and it's like kind of like exciting and admirable. Like nobody would have, even though this movie didn't do well, there's so many catchphrases from this movie that now I'm realizing came from that. Like, yeah. uh, you better shut up before I slap you around and call you Susie. And then, like, he's like, Susan, as he's screaming. Like, oh I remember God, that, that was so vividly. So funny. Oh, yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Susan, don't make me do this. Susan? Susan, I hate doing this. But the way that he did it, too, he was just like, all right, you told me to. Uh, Susan. Susan. Slaps him. Uh, yeah, but uh, I just want to say that yeah. was so cool, So he man. becomes super famous uh, because of this. And then people are, like, po- putting up these posters that are, like, Blank Man, uh, like, Blank Man protects this place or whatever, something like that. Which right? is a nod to Spider-Man. Okay, and yeah. it was this moment that I realized something insane. Can he see when he takes his real glasses off? He has to have contacts. What? He's got to have contacts. What? No, he takes he takes his glasses off and then puts on the thing. There is no... What? 
<laughs> I don't understand. Wow, I literally never thought of that. Never thought of that, James. I, he has these giant I, You know glasses. why I never thought of it? Because those glasses were so obviously a prop. <laughs> yeah. They're like tilted to the side. They're never straight on. There's a There's fork. Tape. A fork is one There's of the... There's a fork <laughs> is what... Come on. James, like, have you ever taped your glasses? Oh, yes, I have. I have. I have taped my glasses. Uh, did, was it you like duct glasses? Was it like duct tape? Was it thick? Sometimes you're poor and you have to tape your glasses. I mean, to be fair, glasses cost a lot of money. They cost a lot of money. I don't know. I can see something good. I've never had a fork as a... <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Swag. Whatever. Fist pump. We fist pump. Always. That's what you get for making fun of us for not having always cable. Had ca- yeah. Always had cable. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I always, I always had cable. Oh, uh, man. Uh, <laughs> we didn't skip. Where we at? All right. Yeah. Anyway, I just couldn't believe what was happening. Yeah, that he was takes off his real glasses. Yeah, that's true. So we had that montage. And then uh, and then the mayor is like, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm confident now because of uh, Blank Man. You know what? Whatever your stupid name is, the mafia oh, dude. What's the mafia's dude's name? Uh, um, I'm not going to put up with your thing anymore. And he's like, so you're asking for trouble? He's like, yeah, I'm asking for trouble. And so he has this plan where he's going to give money to all the police. Manelli is. Manelli. Uh, yeah. So uh, the, the mayor's like, I'm going to give money to everybody, uh, all the police who, like, you know, you've been, you didn't have money. It's all at the bank. We're going to have armored guards there. And I want Blakeman to come. We're going to give him an award. And so they do that. And uh, oh oh wait before this before this is, is Robin interview. Givens yeah yeah so there there's Robin Givens wants an interview with Blank Man and his like Batmobile his Blank Mobile is just a uh, a motorcycle that's <laughs> attached to the honestly it's subway. so dope I think, it's amazing I think that's super smart it's so dope. I think it's super smart it's like yeah he has this thing that's powered by the subway get in. <laughs> Don't Come touch on, get in, rail. hurry up the, tra- the train's right behind, it's coming really soon Don't touch the third rail, you'll die <laughs> Yeah, but also, anytime she talks to him What did you say? Let me cut off the engine And he cuts off the car yeah, And train, the train is just around him getting And he, do it, he does it three times, right? Three times, and she's like, never mind <laughs> But it's great though It's really great that she's like, this is amazing You know, like, cause it really is Yeah, it is Like, cool. it's crazy that he's like, out of all of his inventions, that one, I'm like, whoa. All right, I'm going to be, be honest. All right, this is one of the things I had a problem with, because I felt like, James, how you felt like the relationship in Baywatch didn't, didn't make sense, this didn't work. Oh, me. no, this like, relationship this, makes no sense. This makes no sense no, to me. No, it makes no sense. What? Because it's a superhero no, a dumb, thing. stupid kid. I mean, I, I totally get it's that, but like... superhero thing. This no. is my thing. For, for, <laughs> for her to be that, like, strong, no. that smart, that, like... It it felt like the only person if she was if she was gonna like slum with anybody it would have been with David Allen Greer's character you know what I'm saying yeah. like because uh, I I don't know it just never but worked you know, didn't believe, but didn't you didn't believe, believe that she was but At, you didn't believe the moment of her sitting on that car and thinking that it was amazing I yeah. thought it was cool I thought she probably was like oh this is so cool this is so exciting but at no point did I think like she was gonna kiss him at yeah the end why of is she scene. hitting on him why doesn't she just like why isn't she Look at him like, oh, this is very endearing. Like you're a cute, you know. Like I don't understand why she immediately is like physically attracted to him. Oh, that I get. Like because to me, it's like it's like the like the lowest lane, the Superman thing. It's like, oh, I understand why she's attracted to him. But at first, it's strictly about work. Like you're doing a great thing that no one else is doing. And also, I thought it was so weird that like you just met this dude and you can do whatever you want, but it's like you're just gonna like just start kissing this dude in the mouth. But you in some cave in the subway? Oh wait, by the way. 
one of my favorite lines from this movie. So good. They co- they come into his like secret lair and there's all this stuff, all these inventions, like they're all moving and whatever going off everywhere. And uh and like, you know, the score the score in this movie. I couldn't tell if I really liked the score. Or I thought it was like way too heavy. Yeah, me but too. I couldn't tell. The couldn't score tell. was like is it, let's just say it's it's imposing. Like it is it makes itself known. Uh it's very much kind of imitating a superhero film. Uh but it's you know, in a in a way that's not um it's not self-aware. <laughs> it just no. is. Anyway, but you know, the there's like a very like Cave of Wonders kind of mm-hmm. score happening. And she goes, and she's looking around and she's like in awe and she just goes, Wow, what is all this stuff? <laughs> and he just goes, It's junk. <laughs> <laughs> it's junk. <laughs> See it's so funny? Because one of the favorite parts of mine is right after that. It's like when she kisses him and all he does is the I thought that was insane. I couldn't tell what was happening for a little bit. And then I was like, is he orgasm? Yes, he (laughs) has an orgasm after they kiss and she likes it. The look on her face is like. She likes it. Okay. What? She's turned on by it. What? See, because I. She's turned on by a man getting kissed and then going, oh, oh, oh. Like uh, I, under- uh, I understood uh, her liking him up until that point because of her, because of how she reacted to the car, and because of the fact that like when she doesn't have a shoe, she just takes the other shoe off and is still like she doesn't care about the fact that they're in an abandoned, gross subway with junk. With, with junk. Like I was like, okay, no, she's junk. she's mesmerized <laughs> by all of this. That I understood, but then when he starts basically ejaculating in his pants after Bruh. they kiss, and she's like, "Yeah, that was so He's weird." Like, what are you doing to me? Ah, that nothing was about that makes sense. So weird. It was it was funny, but it was like really weird. Nothing about that part makes sense, and I was like, "This is so weird, so weird." Anyway, so now we have the big action set piece where they're at the bank, and. Uh, <laughs> The whole town, somehow, the whole city, the whole city's there. The whole city is ready to get this money, and somehow all of uh, what, what's his name again, Mazzoli or whatever, Manelli. Manelli. All of Manelli's goons just like get in there first, and then like lock the doors, and the cops do nothing. They say yeah. Blank Man's got it, which is insane, insane. Blank Man's because got Blank it. Blank Man has done nothing to prove that he has superpowers. The thing He's that just made been- him famous was. D- delivering a baby. Yeah, I was like, he has Blank been Man's the, got it. He, he has delivered a baby, saved a dog, and like the most thing he did was like throw a shoe at somebody who was like, you know, robbing a, a store. Right. But like, nothing. That's it. I love that he throws shoes. By the way, I hate it every time he threw one. I was like, where's he getting his shoes from? I do think though. Come I do on. think that he didn't the get mayor a shoe. like what? No, what I'm saying but people like, mailed him junk. What I'm yeah. saying is, my man would just pull out a shoe and throw it. Is it on the utility right, belt? Right. Yeah. Where's it coming? You just have from? a boot on his belt. No, he has it like strapped on. Yeah. I do think that the <laughs> blank man era makes sense for the for what's happening in the town. Like the like the mayor just being like blank man, you know, like to try to like yeah. uh, instill hope in everybody. Yeah. Like that, the setup of this too. made sense, but then. <laughs> The police being like, he's got it. He's is got insane. It. Is insane. So, and he's like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. He starts saying, I'm gonna die again while he goes in there. David Allen Greer is like yelling at him not to do it, but he goes in. Also, no one has put two and two. And then immediately he goes in and gets tied up. Immediately. 
immediately. He but, doesn't even try. He just gets tied up. But he gets out in a pretty smart then, way, though. Yeah, he yeah. gets he gets out. He uh, he gets all the guys out of the the safe. This is when he like starts actually being a superhero in a yes. way. And you're like, what? But also <laughs> for some reason, Manelli becomes a comic book villain. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> I mean, we were it's waiting. It's not explained at we all. We were ready for him. They, they were really, but, but they were really... The thing is, like, my only problem with it is, like, everywhere else in this script, you check the reality of, like, this is stupid or whatever. Right. It's always being checked. And then this guy, his he comic like book villain, propels up from the- is not checked at all. <laughs> they blow <laughs> I thought it was the best. I thought it was they the best. Blow, they, they're I thought like, it was they're the like, best. How are you going to... But they're like, all these cops outside, how are you going to get out? And he blows up, like, presumably has built a tunnel. I loved it. Into this bank somehow. Yeah. Blows it up, and he comes out of it, and he's just like, aha. And he has these <laughs> one-liners. He ties up the mayor to the safe with chains and a bomb strapped to his I loved chest. It. I loved no, it. I was like, when he You're first You're tying wa- up a mayor here's with why. a bomb strapped <laughs> to his chest? He w- I, I know he that he's like, out Blake, man, you have, He's I, like, it takes, the, it, takes the, it takes them 10 minutes to defuse a bomb. I'm going to leave three. But when we first saw great. him, when great. we first saw him, you talked about the score just moments ago. When we first saw him, the score was the most insane it is in the whole movie. Like, like, it, like ebbs and flows, and then he comes out exactly, and you're like, what? But he's not being a comic book villain then, so we knew this was going to happen. Like, he became, how he came out was like the penguin in Batman Returns. Exactly. He, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly he came out just came like out. the penguin. And the thing that's so interesting is like, they almost made it like he was having fun having a, um, a he hero. Was. Nobody does this in silk. Yeah, he's like he. I think he had a little bit of fun. This is this is my thing, man. Nobody does this in silk. And we ever make a movie? <laughs> we ever make a movie? And I get to be the hero, and like John's the bad guy. You know, I'm like you got to have fun with your enemy. You know, your arch enemy. You got to yeah. have fun. You I'm know? cool with that. I just wish that they would explain a little bit like why he was a comic book villain. Like I wish he would have just been like, I lo- just one scene with him watching Blank Man and being like. This guy's having all the fun. I want to have fun. <laughs> yeah, right, you're yeah. right. That's right. all you needed. Just you're right. one scene. You're they right. They did have that one line where David Allen Greer had karate. <laughs> <laughs> so they, all, all they needed. They was, were trying, dude. They I were trying. That David Allen Greer just knew karate. <laughs> I trying, love bro. that. And he was so great much. at it. He was great. He at was it. great at it. And uh, and so he goes in too. He tries to help. But uh, oh yeah. So yeah. He just like does like a little slip thing. Whatever. He has them locked. He, he they don't get the money and then they defuse the bomb but then David Aguirre's like I still hear ticking and there's just a bag there's with just more, more bombs. bombs in a bag and, and they're I like the and mayor I couldn't believe the mayor's just like you did everything you, did you everything could you like could. being very I, I was like wait I don't understand why could you defuse that bomb and not these bombs he didn't have enough time right because they were probably all three but minutes. also why did they just throw that bomb in the hole I was thinking that too. I don't know. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I the no. Look, don't get it twisted. I still would have ran out. But why I could you have just like do you? You had nothing to un, like cut. Also, once those bad guys left, you didn't. You couldn't like go in. Whatever. None of that's the thing. The thing is like, why didn't he try to get the mayor yeah, out? None of this stuff makes it. But I. But it works in terms of the movie because when they run out, they blows up, and then everybody blames Blankman because he didn't save the mayor. 
And they still didn't get the money, even though I don't understand why they couldn't get them. I wanted him to be like, no, 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 the money's in there. Y'all can go get it now. Just the mayor's dead. Right. Because so. the money was all in the safe. It was in the safe. It in the so safe. Could it, couldn't it have been some safe. At least a bit have been protected? Well, isn't the whole point of a safe to protect it? Yeah, I thought that the idea was that the money was safe. Because that the, the mayor says at least they won't get the money. The city's yeah, money. The mayor says that. But then when they come out, they're complaining about the money. Anyway, it's never explained again. That's fine. The city hates him now, so he stops being Blink Man. Mm-hmm. Get David Anger is like, dude, just it wasn't your fault. It's okay, just get over it. You just got to get a real job. So he works at McDonald's. Uh, you know, he's a terrible employee. <laughs> but like, and at what point he says, "Hey, man, Ronald McDonald's coming. I gotta get this. I gotta get this shop in shape." And I'm like, dude, this dude is insane. I yeah, love he's it. a crazy man. Uh, but yeah, they they Robin Gibbons figures out that his secret identity. Uh, but then by this time, Jason Alexander has kind of betrayed her, mm-hmm. you know? And so Jason Alexander, yeah, this is where the, this is the one kind of part where they dump the coffee on his legs. And Jason Alexander's just like, I mean, you know, I can't feel I'm, anything. I can't feel anything from the waist down. Right. Genius. And then he gets slapped and he's just like, you're done. Yeah. And he's like, I felt that you're done. I knew I love this guy. Yeah, it's an interesting character that Jason Alexander plays in this movie. Yo, his his earlier work was actually quite dark. Like he plays like um in Pretty Woman, like I think it's a breakout role. Is it him? Yeah, it's him, I think. He plays the guy who like tries to assault um Julia Roberts. Ooh. Like he like his the stuff, co-writer of this wrote Pretty Woman. Really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Oh, well, oh, that's wow. actually not crazy then. Let me yeah. see how I got it. I mean, it's interesting cuz like his stuff was actually really dark. Even if you think about um his character, anyway, on uh, on Seinfeld. Seinfeld, like the some of the, my favorite seasons are the seasons where he was kind of like the focus, but his character was super dark. Yeah, he killed his fiance. That part almost went to David Allen Greer. What? Jason Alexander's character on Seinfeld. No way. Oh, man. Are you serious? A fact that I David Allen Greer would have been so of, good in that role. Yeah. Wouldn't he have? Yeah. Of Wait, are you serious? Mm-hmm. He would have been so good. I don't think it Jason was. Jason Alexander like, is great too. Obviously, he yeah, was super super amazing. But also, David Allen would have easily killed in that role. Because he would have yeah. been frustrated. He, he's so good at that. He's so good yeah. at being frustrated. I mean, the thing is, this is going to David Allen Greer tangent right quick. Uh, the one thing I love about Carmichael show, which I've been watching recently, is how good David Allen Greer is. Like, he's so funny. He's so, like, grumpy, so frustrated. And the thing is, you forget he's a real actor because there's an episode, um, well, it's about it's about, like, um, what happens like when you know people get older and they want to pass away, and he has a moment where like you can tell like Gerard and Laurel weren't expecting him to like go to a certain place in the scene because you know it is a comedy. Oh, uh-huh. And I'm like, dude, this dude is fantastic. Like, he was fantastic in The Wiz. That uh, I mean, I love, he's great. I love David. Lundgren. He's great. Uh, so now uh, uh, because uh, you know she gets kidnapped. David Allen Greer's like, you got to come. You got to save her. And, uh, you know, he's like, okay. Are you going to wear the costume? But you got to wear the costume, too. Yo. <laughs> I'm not wearing the costume. He forces him to wear the I'm costume. I'm not wearing the costume. Yeah, he starts turning around. All right, McDonald order, blah, blah, blah. All right, I'll wear the costume. So they so they do that. They go. Uh, <laughs> they crash through the window, They baby. literally crash through the window. I don't understand how this happens. They crash through the window, and then the guy's like, Oh, I got something planned for you. And then it's just, then they're just tied up. No, he <laughs> fights him at first. Rat. He fights him at first. Like, they do the, they do the fight. Wham, pow, bam. The wild pam. Yeah. 
And then, like, because Blank Man sucks, like, they end up overpowering David Allen Oh, Greer. is that what happened? And then okay. they get tied up in the little tank, which, which again, is very Adam West Batman. Yeah. S- ridiculous supervillain. While they're in the tank, he go, Blank Man goes, isn't this great? We'll never get out of here. <laughs> That's so funny. He loves it so Isn't much. This is great. We'll never get out of here. <laughs> this is real life, man. Like, we Stop can playing die. around. Yours just see this. I see this tank at half empty. Yeah, this tank isn't. That would annoy me so it's much. Empty. It's half He's empty. Like, and, he, and then he starts narrating. Will they get out of here alive? Will you see them here next week? <laughs> like, no. What? Oh my god. And honestly, oddly enough, the hardest I laughed in this entire movie was when he goes. Don't worry. J5 should be... Yes. Wait, wait. What does he say? He says, he says something. Wait, there's a specific word. He says, like, J5 yeah, should be... He said, he said uh, J5 cautiously. should be gingerly on gingerly. his way. J5 should be gingerly on his way. And I was like, what? And then you see J5 tumbling downstairs. It's so funny. Because there's, like, a pause. J5, there's a pause right before J5... He looks at the stairs like, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> flips. Ah, and then it slips. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And you just see this robot just <laughs> falling down. Just completely but in that's exact, I felt the exact same way. That is the loudest I laughed. It was so dumb. And he just so Because the word gingerly was so unnecessary. I was like, why are you saying that? And then it was just to set up this joke. This robot is just just ferociously, (laughs) just violently Uh, tumbling down these stairs. I love it. Oh, my God. J5 was so funny. I was like, this is the best. And then he comes through and they're like, you know. And he finally, then he pokes the holes. Some dumb joke with them peeing. I was yeah. just like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> we didn't need that stupid joke. Yeah, whatever. But then they get out. They get out. And then they, they then J5 sniffs the bomb like a dog. Like, we can't find it, but J5 <gasps> oh, can. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Also, I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. I have to go back and talk about this one ch- other joke. That I know. Is so I, know funny, I think I know what you're going to do. Which is where they're in the Cave of Wonders. And she, and the J Pike goes, uh, "Hi, Kimberly, how are you?" <laughs> and she's like, "It can talk." And he goes, "Only that once." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he says it again. Like he before, says it again. Before he saves him. Before he saves him, he turns Hi, Kimberly, around. How Hi, Kimberly, how are you? No, save him. <laughs> all right, when, all right. Oh, wait. When they say. When she says it, oh, it says it one sentence. I was like, what? <laughs> Why would you program it to right. say one thing? Can I can I say about one part that's funny to me? And I wanna I wanna I wanna say sorry that I laughed at this because I don't know if it's actually funny in real life yeah. since we're going back. When they go to the people who um black man inspired. Oh my god, Midget Man <laughs> goes, He's like Midget Man and he's like, Well He's like, Yeah man, playing man, we all have to do our part. So yeah. What will you do when yeah. you're actually confronted by a criminal? And then he goes, and he, just, he picks up and he goes, he's like, he's like, oh yeah, watch this. But then he, he gets like, off his chair, he walks around, goes to pick it up. And the host goes, hey, Greg, it's Greg Kinnear, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm, Greg, Greg Kinnear, Kinnear goes, hey man, you ain't got, you don't have to pick that up. Like, you ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> he's like, no, hey, no, I got it. I got it. And then he starts falling back. And he goes, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. 
Oh my god, I'm sorry. I know. It's I feel so, so bad. funny. Listen, I'm sorry for laughing at that. But it's so funny. It's only because No, it's a perfect it's a yo, perfectly timed joke. Because he goes, Oh shit, and he like <laughs> The reason oh, that it wait, wait. The reason that it's funny and perfect though is because it's not just making fun of him for being a small for being a little person because <laughs> it's just showing that they're all bad superheroes. Just like Blank Man is a terrible superhero. It's like Mitchell Man is a bad superhero and so is and then the gay man is just like, Well, they wouldn't let me they, they won't let me in the army, which I was like Amazing. This Amazing like, that's like a political issue, yeah. right? That he yeah. like casually is bringing up. He's like, well, if they won't let me serve in the army, and I figured I'm roaming the streets <laughs> anyway. I was like, bruh, bruh, what are you no. saying? Roaming bruh, the streets. what are you saying? <laughs> no. But let's not forget. But let's not forget. When they go over to him, <laughs> has now fallen back through the curtain. And no, and no one has addressed it. I laughed pretty hard at that. I'm now just too. picturing Gerard watching this scene. I laughed pretty hard. It's at only that. because he he falls through the curtain, and they literally move on to the next dude. He goes, "Hey, you got picked that up? I got it. I got it. Oh shit!" And he just, it's real. Right, I'm done. Honestly, I'm done. Oh okay, right. and that's a uh, uh, very uh, famous actor. Uh, That's a dude from Bad Santa. That's all I know. Man, I cried, y'all. Tony Cox. Tony Cox. Oh, man. And um, (laughs) so then, so then, uh, yeah, sorry. Back to the present. Yeah, sorry. Okay. J5 saves them, uh, finds the bombs. They put the bombs into J5. and then they do this like funny joke with like Jason Alexander, like we yes. don't have to tell him that. And it's David Allen Greer being the most David Allen Greer yeah. when he's just running around. I'm like, we can't find a bomb. Oh no, oh we can't find it. Uh, it's too funny. What was the point of doing that anyway, Lionel? Because he just, just wanted to the mess fuck with, with him because yeah, just... he's just hated him. But then they had this real dramatic moment of when uh, Johnny Five, no J J5. Five, sorry, it's Johnny okay, Five. it's supposed to be when Johnny Five dies. They have like this really sad dramatic moment, and I'm like, because <laughs> what you realize is that that is the washing machine that grandmother used when they were younger. Holy crap. When you first oh. see her, when you first see yeah. her, like she's washing clothes and it's in that. Oh. So that's like the last part of the yeah. game. Honestly, I was like, I was kind of sad to see J5 to go because uh, he yeah. gave me so many great laughs. Yeah. This movie. I, and I, and you know, we can tell it's going to happen when they start putting the, uh, the bombs in. And I'm like, yeah. oh no, J, J5 is going to die. And then they have this extended. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. J5. J5. No. J5. And after that whole scene was done. Cat just looks over at me and goes, that whole thing reminded me of you. Yeah. And I was like, I guess. It's so true. Honestly, James, you should be the new blank man. I thought about it so much. It really did remind me of you. And also, I'm sorry, uh, like, J5 also says, like, <laughs> when after uh, Blake Man quits, <laughs> when he retires as a superhero, <laughs> J5 goes, hello, Kimberly, how are you? And he's like, not now. <laughs> You're making it worse. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this movie is funny. One thing, okay. And so the last set piece is uh, they realize that Blake Man's still alive, and then they're like, "How is he still alive?" And then he's just there. They yeah, they're both there, and David Allen Greer is also put on the. Oh yeah, we already said they put on the yeah. costume, and David Allen Greer is like taunting the villains. Like, shoot he's like, me, go ahead, shoot me, I got shoot me, bulls right out on my butt. This and David Wayne is like, wait, wait, I wait, wait. And I, when he started doing that, I was like, no. Because <laughs> you knew it was about to happen, but I was like, "Are you serious? Yes. Why? What?" <laughs> and so that David Allen Greer gets shot, 
Oh, he shot me. He's like, I forgot to tell you. Only my suit is bulletproof. I was like, why? Why? <laughs> why? Also, can we say one thing about David um, David Allen Greer's costume? Oh my God. Why does he have on a hat? Why does he have a fedora on the whole He's got like a pimp hat like, on. Why does he have a hat? In Michigan. Because it's cool. But at no point, I thought all that stuff was like bulletproof. I'm like, if it's not bulletproof, what's the point of wearing what's that hat? the point of any of no, it? No, it makes no sense that he made him wear a suit that wasn't bulletproof. That have like... Football pants. It's so <laughs> wrong. It's so wrong. And he easily could have done it. He had a vat of that stuff. Yeah, just easy. you just put it in and then you uh, take it out. And then, of course, though, the for some reason, the bad guys literally stop using their guns then. But also, we got to remember, in this fight sequence, <laughs> during this fight sequence, he is also humming his own theme song the entire time. Yeah. The entire time. Uh, like, so, you know, they beat up the bad guys and then uh, he... he uh, he gets the big bad. He gets the big bad. Gets you know, using his roller blade rockets, which was my favorite thing. Yeah, you gotta love a roller blade rocket. I mean, true. He was great at it too. Man, in the nineties, I think we really were obsessed with like gadgets. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I mean, just, now we're just lazy. I remember when I inspected <laughs> the gadget. What? When you what? Did when you, you expected? Do, no. Did you what just, did you just do? Say? You just transition to a weird transition to <laughs> Inspector Gadget at the end of this podcast. Episode. Right, you have a problem. Hey, I remember you, when I? Yo. I remember when I inspected a gadget. I was like, "Yo, you legit have an issue right now." I have a problem. So um, a fan came up to me and, uh, and uh, she told me she hated my transition. Who said that? Uh, you know, somebody in the improv community. Well, at that point, you was like, "Your transitions, I hate." Yeah, DC. Yeah. Somebody, Someone just did? somebody random at DCM was like, I mean, she she just told me that she hated it. <laughs> she had my cold opens, but loved the podcast. She uh, also said she listens to us and no longer can listen to uh, Blank Check. You hear Ooh. that, Griffin? I thought that was funny. Um, we love you, Griff. Anyway, uh, that's the end. That's yeah, the end. I thought it was really funny at the end where they, you know, they started calling like. Uh, Damon Wayne started calling him other man, you know, and then they're like, oh, my God, I love that. The other guy. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, they just everybody's just like uh, Blake man and other guy. (laughs) (laughs) And then all on the trophy just says Blake man and friend. And they know nobody ever (laughs) gives him respect. Other guy. And they give him a T-shirt. They give Blake Blake man a plaque and they give him this really cool Blake man (laughs) T-shirt is what they say. It's so funny. Oh, that was funny. I mean, I thought that, that was a was great so running good. joke. Honestly, great. this movie deserved a sequel to me, yo. It's very funny. It I, mean, I don't know about. I I don't like comedy sequels, dude. But this was like this wasn't a comedy. This was an action. This is a superhero. No, movie. Yeah, I think comedy. like I think I could have seen a blank man. I guess too. Austin Powers Two is funny. All right, I, we could see a. Blank yeah, man I could have seen a blank man too. I could see one now. If they there did, there aren't one too now, many comedy. That sequels would be I amazing. Like. No, I really hate comedy sequels too. Well, the thing yeah, is, I grew up watching. 2. I grew up watching Ghostbusters two, so that's my favorite one because yeah, Ghostbusters two is the one I saw first. Yeah, that's the one I saw and I had to go back to watch the other one. But I liked Marshmallow Man. True, but it was Back like, to the Future two. Back to the Future two. Love mm-hmm. that. Love that. Mm-hmm. Yo, they. Yeah, sorry. I don't, I, I, but uh, comedy sequels now. When's the last time it was a good comedy sequel? I like The Hangover Part two. Why? You didn't like that? No. no. It was the same movie for me. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what I liked. Oh. I liked that they were like able to do the same thing without doing without it being the exact same thing. And my problem with the third one was that they didn't just do the same thing again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just do the, the third same one. They thing. tried to make a movie. Just, I know. I was like, why? I never saw the third one. 
Anyway, I mean, that was how they I tried to give it hard. But I totally get. I get why people are like, I've seen this. Before. Wait, what is a comedy sequel though? Oh, 21 drum, 22 Jump Street. 22 Jump Street. Jump Street. I, I liked was pretty that. Good. I saw that with you. I yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. I didn't hate All that right, one. That's fair. That's fair. That movie is insane. You know what? I haven't seen the Batman, Lego Batman movie. Oh, yeah. I saw it. It's fun. Lego is bad. It's a lot of people's like favorite Batman movie. It is. up there on the list. I mean, because it's so fun. That is sad. I don't like that. Not their fate. Not their number one. But like, I mean, like in their top. They're like, these are my top five Batman movies. It is. It's definitely up there. It's not better than Lego the, movie. The though. Dark Knight is right. the best comic book movie ever made. Yeah, I can. I can. I just I will watched it. all of them. Um, well, I'm, I'm watching them in reverse order. Dark Knight Returns first. Yeah, I started with I started with Dark Knight Rises and then or Dark Knight Rises. Sorry, Dark yeah, Knight Rises. And then we watched it backwards. I didn't like anyway, it. Right. Uh, sorry, we, let's <laughs> yeah, end this. This please. is a tangent. This is a, a tangent that <laughs> how do, does not need to happen. <laughs> how do we even get to all right, that? All right. Oh, but you know what though? What? This is my thing. I think there could have been a swirl in this movie. Okay. I think what should have happened was, I think towards the end of the movie, like when they have that scene where like it's uh, Damon, um, David Allen Greer, and Robin Givens, and like, you know, Robin Givens and and Damon are having this moment. I think out of nowhere, a new reporter should have walked up to to Damon and been like, hey, other guy. Like she should have known because clearly these dudes are just yeah. we should know who they are. That's funny. And it's like, oh, clearly, and someone like actually gives him a little bit of respect and love. He's like, oh my god, you know who I am? And then she's like, yeah, yeah, I would love to do an interview with you. And he goes, hey, you should wear um a red rose because you know the other like black man wanted women to wear um or yeah. the, uh, carnation, carnation, yeah. real a real sexist <clears throat> life. <laughs> I know. I was like, women like, should have a flower. Yeah, yeah. She's like, why did you ask me to wear that? A pretty woman should always have a flower. I was like, if you weren't uh, a like a young man with Aspergers right now, we <laughs> yeah, we would not we would not be okay with it. No, but I think though, I think I think I think we could have this. The scene would have been like like them at dinner or whatever, and he would have took her to the to, to the cave, you know, because of course he's trying to flex too, you know, because he's trying to go to the cave, and then she'd be like, oh, this is really nice. And they would have had that moment where he shows her a gadget, but he doesn't know how to use it. And the gadget just like flies across the room. And then she's like, oh, that's so cute. And it's that moment where they pause. And they look at each other in the eyes. And then it's like, let's get it on. You know what I'm saying? And that plays in the background. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, as you know, it just slowly fades to black. You know what I'm saying? Or if you want to think about it a certain way, it goes to a blank screen. Cause it's in Blank Man, <laughs> you know. That's pretty good. I like that. I like that. I like. I like that a lot. I liked Blank Thank Screen. <laughs> what? Did you hate it? No, no. I like, what, yo, I James just looked screen. at me. It was like I liked Blank Screen and just stared me it. in my eyes. All right, um, all right, you guys. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to do something special for this. One. Oh. oh, okay, something different. Who would win in a in a fight? Uh oh, Hancock. Versus blank man, Hancock. Hancock. What? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Both of y'all just said it, but y'all not thinking about the reality. Because yeah, blank man definitely thinking about the reality. What do you mean? Because blank man couldn't fight. Okay, that's true. But he Can't had. Fly. That's true. No too. superpowers at all. Yeah, but he had a, he had an outfit that he put in a that he put in a chemical. Hancock's skin is bulletproof. He doesn't need a, an outfit. Even when he's like near Charlize Han- Theron, he still can fight because he's a good fighter. Hancock don't got no gadgets, but he's a John. Can you end this? Yeah, uh, that's like at, well, 
What? I was going to say that's like asking you Superman and Batman were in a fight, who would win? Uh-oh. First off, if Batman has time to plan, Batman and is who winning. won that one? Well, theoretically, Superman is always going to win because he's freaking Superman. But who won win. the fight, though? Well, Batman won because he had time to plan. Mm-hmm. But, See, but, so no, who would win in no, a fight between but Batman and Kryptonite? But, but what's the Kryptonite of Hancock? Oh, he could tie up Charlize Theron. Yeah, you got to put and you got to you got to like get Charlize Theron. But also, Blankman isn't smart. Very true. Oh, I mean, he's smart. He's like a tell. But what other if David guy, Allen Greer is there? Other guy. Other what if, guy. What if other guy is there? Oh yeah, other guy might help him. See? All right, fair enough. Thank you. <laughs> Hancock would win. All right. <laughs> Uh, it's time for the cause. We rate yeah. review films not based on how much we liked them, how well we think they were written or executed. We rate them whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors at home. Damn it. Don't look at me. Just saying. <laughs> so if we think this film helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood, we give it a black fist. Think it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. Mm-hmm. Think it didn't help the cause. We can't give it anything. Damn it. On the count of three... We're going to throw up our ratings. Ready? One. Two, 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 two. Three. Okay. You guys suck. Uh, <laughs> you guys suck. Yeah, suck. I'm sorry. It was, two, it was two really palms. hard for me. I'll it was start. really hard for me. I'll start yeah. because... Two palms and a fish, y'all. Yes, two palms and one fist. I gave it a fist because um, just like what I said with Low Down Dirty Shame, like I know this movie didn't make any money, so that is unfortunate. Um, but it's a movie that's written and written by and starring a black guy. Sure. And, uh, and it's like, and it's well made. And I Preach. think that those two things together, are, we need more of those movies. And the, 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 the main cast is is three black people and like we said like it's not about it's not about black it's not about how black they are but it talks about important issues that it brings to light and i just think that like and because those guys are stars they're still stars today um that's real you know not so much robin givens because of what happened with her career but i think she's still a superstar right i mean like yeah. nobody, she deserves a second chance nobody would argue that she's uh, well i think a, now it's more because of her age because hollywood is also ageist don't worry especially look, towards women look um, if i get a tv show i'm gonna make her my mom and so like yeah so it's like it's a shame that it didn't make a lot of money but but i think because of those other reasons that outweighs that for me giving it a fist Oh, dude, I go. I gave it a palm, and everything that James just said is right. But it's hard for me because, like, I know it did that stuff, but it's like I don't know if it helped because the 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 whole point of the cause is to help other leading black actors like get work. And I'm not sure this movie did that. I think this movie is like one of those movies that like we love it. Maybe the few people who saw it love it, but it's one of those movies that Hollywood execs can use against black people. And I feel like I feel. Again, yeah, I feel like the problem with Hollywood in itself is that, like, if you're a woman or a person of color, you don't have the opportunity to fail because if you do fail, you're holding the whole race or your whole gender on your shoulders at that point. So for this movie to be like, oh, yeah, we supported you, New Line Cinema, like, back this or whatever. Oh, will we do this again now? You know, will we ever, like, back another one without having maybe a white guy attached to it or having, like, something extreme with it? So it's tricky to me. It's, I, I do love that. David Williams wrote it, produced it, starred in it. I love that Robin Givens is in it. I mean, David Allen Greer is always great. And it's 
also interesting because like their secondary characters were the white dudes. Like Manelli was a secondary character. Like Jason Alexander was secondary, which I thought was like kind of cool. And, and it's tough. It's tough because it got made, so that helps. But because they didn't make a big splash at the box office, and that's honestly the all that Hollywood really cares about. I had to give it a palm. It's so tough. It's so tough. Uh, I think an e- I think James's argument is great. I think we, we can easily make an argument for this getting a fist. I did give it a palm, and I guess it's bu- mostly because of what Draw is saying. I'm not really sure how much it helped uh, the legacy or of um, Damon Wayne's. Like even at the time, like it was just I think it was underappreciated. It became a cult hit after I think it like played a lot on TV and stuff and more people know about it than we actually went to the theaters to see it. But uh, it's one of those things where like, I mean, we live in an age where everybody's remaking everything, but like none of these black films are getting remade. No. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of, which is an interesting, we haven't really talked about it all, Yeah, but it's just like, I think it's because Hollywood looks back at these films and like, well, they weren't really that successful, so why would we remake them? Even though content-wise, I think the film was really funny. I think the writing was smart. You know, Damon Wayans, you know, uh, is like pretty outlandish, but he's funny. I mean, you know, uh, I I don't know if uh, this movie helped his career. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Uh, It doesn't really matter. I think in terms of people making movies or greenlighting movies that are like this, I don't know if it really helped that. Um, So that's kind of why I gave it a palm. That being said, I love the fact that the film rarely talks about race, but is so has such a clear influence of black African-American inner city culture. You know what I mean? Like, and they, so they have those references. They have things that black people care about, but also that just people care about. You know, so it feels like it is made for everyone, even if everyone didn't see it. It was like yeah. made for everyone. It wasn't like supposed to be like excluding, you know, which is kind of what ha- like early 2000s. It feels like it started to be like, let's just make black films for black people. And that's it. Uh, this film felt like a film that was made for all people. It just black people were the only ones who saw it. Yeah. And this is a tricky thing because that <clears throat> that balancing act where it's like, yeah, man, we can appeal. If you make a good movie, it should appeal to everybody, you know. But it's tricky. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Watch this fist, movie. Two white palms. You should watch it. Please watch it. Uh, also, you know, if you love Major Pain, that's good for you. There was uh, there were some funny lines in that movie. <laughs> there were. You know some why I didn't like it? I'll lines. tell you why. It's because of the kids. I especially that main kid. I didn't like him. Oh, I didn't little... like him at all. Oh. Uh, He's the main like and he, when I first saw him I was like you are so much older than all these other kids the little baby it was kid? weird not the baby kid that baby oh kid the is white cool. dude the white dude oh yeah, yeah. I mean I, I also like didn't that. like he was like the main kid I didn't like it well I didn't like the movie that's why happy we like, didn't watch it yeah and and that character is like pretty freaking crazy and uh anyway I also didn't what? think it was as smart as this film like it had a lot of like. Old, like recycled jokes like jokes that were like super popular at that time like yeah the laxative like uh you know shaving heads like all like i was just like oh I, these jokes have been around for the f- the films that were coming out at this time like for yeah. a while now 
Anyway, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean it. Crap. I, anyway. That's not we didn't do it. That's not we didn't do it. We didn't do it. We didn't do it. I'm sorry. You're going to hear You guys should thank us. All right. Uh, real quick, we're going to do some plugs. Plugs, y'all. All right. Uh, this is coming out next. Okay. July sorry. 4th, right? July 4th. Yeah. So come to UCB if you're in New York City. Come to UCB Theater mm-hmm. July 6th, 8 p.m. We have a show. Black Man Can't Jump. It's uh, just us. We are doing a game show. Yeah. Uh, similar to our South by Southwest episode. So come out to that. It's going to be fun, yeah. y'all. $7. Uh, you can follow us at Blackman Podcast, blackmanpodcast.com for our uh, events and stuff. Uh, you can follow me at John Braylock. JohnBraylock.com is my website. Jira? Oh, uh, check us out. If you can get to Montreal, July 26th, just for laughs. Yeah. You can go to our website, the Headgun website. Um, it's going to be us, you know, High and Mighty, Jake and Amir will be there. Um, Twinovation, I believe, as well. It's gonna be a dope, dope time. Dope. Hang out with us. Yeah, man. You can follow me on Twitter at Gerard Milligan or Instagram at Gerard Milligan. That's J E R A H. I just said because you always spell your name. Yeah, thank you. Go ahead, James. <laughs> you can follow me, <laughs> James Third Comedy. Third is three R D. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or also go to JamesThirdComedy.com. If you rate and review us on iTunes, give us a five star rating. We will read your review on the air. That's how we do. Oh, snap. Thank you for you doing good this. You got a good one? Yeah, let's read a couple. Okay, you guys ready? I'm so ready. All right, here we go. I got to do this. Uh, where am I? Where am I? Oh, well, duh. Of course we're going to do that. All right. Oh, the last one I read was the I'm doing Coke one, I think. Right? Oh, no. Yes. Also, Warsaw, Poland. I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, Poland. All right, this one is by uh, T oh, Too Cold X Z Z. Love it, fire emoji. Okay. Uh-oh. Y'all should review the movie Up, Up, and All. Oh, wait, wait we did yeah, read this. Someone did say that. All right, all right, sorry, we read that one. All right, here we go. This is colon. Uh, is it sign when it's S I N G H? That's a very popular. What is his name? S- Surname in India. S I N G H. I think it's Sai. Sai. Sign. Okay. On three. One, two. Wait. Is it one, two, three? That's the title. Are you serious? <laughs> That's funny. Appreciate it. Fairly, That's funny. <laughs> fairly new listener of the podcast, but I love the chemistry between these guys. They're very well prepared for their episodes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. A lot of people uh, don't think yeah, that. <laughs> people think we're like idiots. And are able to break down movies with ease. Also, the code opens openings are great. I'll take complete <laughs> credit for that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, that's all you. That's all you, fam. Request, please do an episode for the TV series Atlanta. I mean, we have been meaning to do. Oh, I'm going to ask you guys this for the people who are still listening, because these are the people who might actually participate. If we did a Patreon thing and we oh, did yeah. like... You know, a, oh, yeah. a bonus episode where we like reviewed like a TV show or something. Would you guys be willing to pay for that? Because that's a thing that happens in the podcasting world, and we're like kind of we feel a little bit weird about it. Yeah. But also, you know, the thing is, we don't have that much time. But if we like got a little bit of money for this, we could dedicate more time. So it is kind of like a you know, if people want to pay for it, then we'll do we'll it. We'll do it. You yeah. know, so. I'm just wondering, just if if you're if if that's something that sounds interesting to you and you'd want to do that, tweet at us. Let us know. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because yeah, people, I listened to a podcast earlier and they were like, they had one, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. I don't know if I would pay for it though. 
So yeah, just yeah. let us know what you would yeah, do. Yes, so I know people. I know people do for certain things. I've considered it a lot for different podcasts, uh, and I have never done it, but I've considered it. All right, here we go. This one is uh, Chitera twenty five. Uh, I can't see the whole title of these. It's so sad that you can't see the whole title of stuff. It says a podcast that makes work. SC. What do we think that word is? SC. A podcast that makes work. Scrumptious. I don't know. Scrumptious. That's what it is. Makes the word work. is scrumptious. No, I'm just guessing. It I just don't know. Makes work SC. I don't know what that means. Uh, scon. I'm just saying. What do you think that word is? Anyway, here we go. This is it. Wow. I'm glad to have discovered this hidden treasure in the podcast world. Hidden treasure. I like that. I've laughed out loud in my office and loved this podcast. Uh, brings up nostalgic moments of my childhood when they talk about black films from the past. Keep up the great work. Because y'all did Hollywood Shuffle, please include the five heartbeats in the future. Oh, yeah. Uh, we know. gotta. We gotta. See, Leon, baby. See, but that's a tricky one. Like, isn't that a miniseries one? I think so. Like, or t- Temptations was. Temptations which is also was. Leon. Maybe five, heart- maybe five heartbeats isn't. <laughs> which, one? which one? Leon is in both of Chad Bozeman is All not right. a new Leon. I just saw the trailer. <laughs> is the new I just saw him do. I just saw the trailer for Third Good Marshall, and I was like, "Bruh, you about to play every famous black figure right now? You played like three. Uh, he played James Brown. I'm jealous. Was it? Uh, he's at, he is everybody though, right? He played Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. James now Brown. he's um, Third Good Marshall. All right, all right. We have more, but they're like they're like long, and I'm gonna save them for later. <laughs> okay, uh, they're like sh- paragraphs. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Next yeah. week, uh, I believe we will be reviewing Don't Be a Menace. Yeah, Don't Be a Menace while drinking your juice in the hood. Boom. Uh, and Don't Be a Menace. I have we never ha- seen We it. were going to have a guest, but he went and he booked, booked a, a gig and gig now he's in L.A. And has, had to move to L.A. immediately. So, Oh, we were going to have... Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> he moved But that's... How we roll with the famous folk. All right. Yeah, I know. Everybody getting a job except us. Hey, guys, we're here (laughs) next week. We'll see you then. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast.